Hi, my name is Christine. I'm Josephine. And, and we're, we're your, your hosts, hosts for, for the Bitonal Podcast. Ding! Thank you everyone for tuning in. And Josephine, what's the topic for today? Drum roll, please. It's social media. Yeah. So, Christine, do you remember which social media platform you first started on? Um, it could have been MySpace, mm-hmm. uh, but I vividly only remember MSN days mm-hmm. and like MapleStory. I used to play MapleStory all the time. Ooh. And right after, maybe around grade seven or eight, that's when Facebook started rolling around. Yeah. And yeah. that's when I made my Facebook. Oh. How about you? I think it was Facebook and I started at probably grade nine. Yeah, grade nine. Grade nine. So kind of around the same time, right? Yeah. At the cusp of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in light of today's topic, your girl looked up some quick social media statistics and trends. So if you're not interested in this, just skip forward. But I think it's important to have some numbers just to kind of um, bring light to how actually um, scary social media is. Mm-hmm. So, um, according to the Digital Information World um, website, and it's a st- statistic from the Global Web Index, the GWI, the average person spends around 142 minutes or around two hours and 22 minutes per day on social media. I couldn't find a, uh, a direct um, quote as to how they measured this this number or like what the data collection process was but even then josephine do you think two hours and 22 minutes is representative of how much you spend on social media probably i spend way more than two hours yeah, for yeah. sure which i was surprised that it was so low but i feel like their um pool of people that they collected data from was probably mm-hmm. wider like you know yeah let's say like the seniors and mm-hmm. the young people yeah it's definitely so probably, probably evened out yeah it's an average and um, looking into more of like a international thing. So according to the 2019 Global Digital Suite, um, and I think they pulled data from this platform called We Are Social and then Hootsuite. Everyone knows Hootsuite. And it reveals that 4.39 billion people around the world are using the internet. And of that number, 3.48 billion are on social media. And generally speaking, nine out of ten of the people have access to social media um, via the phone or a mobile device. Um, this is more interesting, but like Twitter's actually on a decline. Did you know? Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not surprised, but since I've been with Twitter, I feel like since it started, yeah. and I can see how the younger generation doesn't use Twitter as much, but. Yeah. Still, it's pretty huge. Yeah, like they quantified it, and four million losers, users, losers, <laughs> uh, four million Twitter users have been lost since 2018, which was just last year. Wow. And Snapchat, mm. I personally use Snapchat yep. moderately frequently, and apparently their user base is on the decline as well. Oh, that would I would be one of them. Yeah. I used to be really active on Snapchat. Yeah. And now I'm just too lazy. Do you think it's because of the advertisements they added? I think so. And you know, when they had their changes slash upgrade, mm-hmm. when their whole like formatting, I think that's when they lost a lot more people. Because mm-hmm. I never really, I was never as active after that. Yeah. 
And uh, moving on to the third study here, um, the source that I got it from, it was a CBC News article. It's called, How Does Your Social Media Use Stack Up Against Other Canadians? And the research was led by the Ryerson University Social Media Club. Um, if you guys are really interested, I may or may not put this in the show notes. Um, so in terms of the Canadian adults, top three um, social media giants. Can you guess, Josephine? Too bad, because this is in the script, so you can't even guess. Um, so f- Facebook being the top big titan, yep. um, 84% of online Canadians have an, a Facebook account. Mm. And, you know, I would think, like, number two would be Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. But no, it's actually YouTube <gasps> sitting at 59%. And then, again, the third one, you think it's either Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. It's actually LinkedIn at 49 per- uh, 46%. And Instagram itself was surprisingly lower. It was at 37%. Oh. So not a lot of people are on the Instagram. Yeah. You know? And again, because that's like a, a Canadian-wide one, it's because maybe they factor in the adults and stuff. And yeah. Young, young kids. Um, and grouping by socioeconomic status, it seems that people who use Twitter and LinkedIn, um, higher proportion of the wealthier Canadians. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's very interesting. But I'm, I'm kind of not surprised, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but things like YouTube, there's no income difference that makes you le- more or less likely to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as for gender, women overall participate more in social media. Um, and I think Pinterest was like predominantly women, <laughs> which makes sense as well. Yep, yep. And then men were more likely than women to have an account on YouTube. LinkedIn and Reddit. Love. I love You're Reddit. on Reddit. Yeah, I'm on Reddit. Reddit I, I don't know anything about Reddit. It's, it's actually a great, like, forum to answer a lot of, of my question, like, random questions that you have. There's probably a forum out there on Reddit, and someone already answered that question. So I personally like it. Do you remember the, the forum back in the day when we were kids? It's called Ask Jeeves. I feel like... Ask Jeeves. I remember, but or, I can't. It's kind of it's kind of like the olden day Yahoo Answers. Okay. Like there's a forum or a question. If you need a question, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll come up right away. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Yahoo Answers in a while. Did you uh, shut down? No, I'm pretty sure they're still around. Hmm. But now there's a new platform that starts with a Q Quora. Quora. Oh yeah, Quora. the Quora yeah. was the other one I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that concludes my segment for stats. I don't know if that was any interesting at all to you. I think it's. Amazing. It's crazy how ingrained social media is in our culture nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's such thing as influencers, social media influencers, whether on YouTube or Instagram, Instagram yeah. mostly, um, and how it affects our daily life. I know when I post things on our social media, like the Bitonal podcast, mm-hmm. social media, if you want to check it out, we're all on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We should um, be on LinkedIn. This is, a, this is <laughs> we've, been, we've been screwing that up. Yeah, we have. Um, I always have to look up when the best time to post is because there's different like variety of times that posts do better. Mm-hmm. So I always like to look it up before I post anything. Yeah, it's, I think it's like periods of high traffic. So maybe around lunchtime. Yeah. And surprisingly, when people get up early in the morning, mm-hmm. it's like a peak. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in the evening after people get off work and they're laying in bed or something. Right. Okay. Moving on to the next topic that we have here. So how do you feel about the... Um, I, I didn't know what this was before we started brainstorming topic yeah. ideas, but yeah. 
what is the call-out culture and like cancellations? Oh man, you're like on social media, but <sighs> no, the I nuances. don't. Okay, I, I don't know anything about. So, I'll just give a brief, like definition. It might not be that accurate because, as much as I like to say I'm pretty apt in the social media world, mm-hmm. I'm probably not that knowledgeable. Um, but call-out culture, as it would or like as it says, is some you expose someone basically. Okay. And oh, <clears throat> excuse me there. Um, and yeah, you just expose them to the social media for their behavior or whatever they did wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then cancellation is a connection to that. You just that person is canceled. Like, don't give them any more attention. Um, unfollow them. Unfollow them. Just it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. And I know it kind of sounds dumb when you define it, yeah. but it's a huge culture now because because you have people saying, "Oh, you're canceled. They're canceled." Mm. Or like call them out. Like it's like that James Charles. James Charles. James Charles. Yeah. James Charles. Yeah. Yeah. He was exposed, called out, and now he's canceled. Interesting. Yeah. So I feel like there's so many things we've picked up from social media that we apply to real real life situations that might not be the best reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think a lot of it's like, I don't think people know how to react to things today, period. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it's a millennial problem as well. It's like, um, if something isn't in accordance to what you believe, it's just much easier to dismiss somebody. Exactly. Rather than talk it out. Yeah. And especially, on, I think we we'll talk about it later, but like behind a keyboard, it's so easy to just, mm-hmm. you know, hit unfollow. Be like, if, if I'm not comfortable with that, or I don't agree with that. I'm just going to unfollow it. Yeah. But like, what kind of world do you live in if there's no conflict? Exactly. It's, yeah. I'm personally still not a huge fan of like the canceled culture. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer that people can change slash grow or like learn from their mistakes. Of course. Um, you know, if they tweet something dumb when they were young, but apologize and make an effort to change, then, I mean, we shouldn't really judge them too harshly on that. Um, also, like what gives people the right, like random people on the internet to judge the behaviors or mistakes of others without offering them room to better themselves. Mm-hmm. I think the most, or like, that would most commonly be social justice warriors. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of that. S- uh, SJWs. SJWs, mm-hmm. yeah. Now has a has a bad has a bad connotation mm-hmm. because of their relation to judging people too harshly and not mm-hmm. giving them room for growth and th- things like that. Yeah, because back in the day when I was on Tumblr still, mm-hmm. that was a huge thing. Yeah, and then. I read an article about the same thing. Do you remember the ALS challenge? Yeah. The ALS yeah. Ice Bucket Challenge. And that's kind of a form of like online social justice. Like mm-hmm. you're not doing directly anything for anything with ALS unless like um, you posted a video and you also have a fundraiser website or something and you're oh, yeah. actually contributing something. But a lot of people were just doing it just to do something stupid and yeah. jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Right? And... Um, yeah, people think just by dumping an ice bucket over their head, they're doing some kind of service to things. Like right. awareness is a big thing, right? But like, what's beyond that? Exactly. <laughs> and you, whatever. Like, yeah. For me personally, like I don't keep up with social media, hence mm-hmm. why I like things like call out culture. I don't even know that. I don't I even know that. I know that's a thing. I thought you you just expose people. Yeah. And I swear, there was a hashtag at some point. A hashtag exposed. That was a thing. Oh, but. Wow. Um, with social media, I use to I use it to keep up with like my friends, mm-hmm. local events, and I uh, binge watch like animal videos. 
and just for school purposes because we have right. like Facebook pages for our school. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, I just don't have the energy to keep up with the drama and like, you know, which celebrities breaking up with who and like who's arguing with what and who. For sure. Whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, I think because social media is a way to spread information, it just quickly comes at you all at once and that can be very overwhelming. So I totally understand why you might need to take a step back from that. Yeah. But I don't believe it used to be like that. I remember in the early or like late 2000s and early 2010s, I was mostly uh, I was most active on social media then. Mm-hmm. Things were very different. I would say people were more passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, subtweets were a huge thing on Twitter. Just yeah. it's basically the same thing as calling someone out but not acting at them. Mm-hmm. So you don't even mention them. You just wait for them to read it, read it, and maybe even react to it. Mm-hmm. Or like that's that's what it is, right? Wanting someone to react to it, yeah. um, or other people to be like, "Oh, I know who she talking about." Exactly. Whereas now it's like you just directly at people. Yeah, it's, it was very passive yeah. aggressive back then. Um, do you remember anything like that? Mm, I feel like as unaware of social media stuff I am now like back in the day I was probably even worse yeah um but my theory is like the call-up culture exists because of social media yeah like most people wouldn't be even calling out people right if it wasn't for again that sitting behind a screen kind of thing right Mm -hmm. like if you put these two people who are arguing on the internet in person are they really going to be arguing saying like harsh things like that yeah most people probably wouldn't Right, and without that backing or that following of people watching, mm-hmm. they don't have an audience to entertain. So, yeah, the language they use and like the way they approach their problems probably gonna be completely different. Right? Imagine getting James Charles and that girl together in a room without social media looking around. Mm, yeah, that's but, a good way to yeah. put it. And back in my day, a lot of the posts were like. Uh, posting photos, videos, and like people update their Facebook statuses, like uh, sitting on the toilet or mm, something. Yeah. LOL, hashtag smiley face, something. <laughs> but now it's like people use social media as a politi- a statement, a yeah. statement platform, and they go on social media with the intention of like seeking some kind of support, attention, or like validation. Mm-hmm. And did you see the old Navy girl? I did not. So this was this actually happened at Square One. Okay. So like really close to our house. Yeah. And I, I don't know the details of it. Like I wasn't paying attention. I was just looking at her screaming at the other lady. But the the the, the premise was she was racially profiled, mm-hmm. and they thought they thought she took a shirt that she stole the shirt from the store. Okay. And they like hunted her down. Like she's walking around the mall, and the security and like the 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 sales associate like followed her all the way. Wow. And she, you know, recorded the whole altercation on the phone as anyone would these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, you know, I have evidence. I have evidence. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I'm a loyal customer. Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna buy your stuff anymore." And there was the security security cops around, like the mall security, but even like them being recorded, they, I don't think they knew how to react either because they don't want to react out of line because she has this video right. going, right? Yeah. And long story short, uh, I think the employee got fired. The, the employee who accused her of stealing got fired okay. and Old Navy made a statement saying we're going to give like a worldwide or nationwide um, 
I guess, workshop to all our employees mm -hmm. to be better at not racially profiling people. Okay. You would think it's more intuitive, but it's yeah. not. And yeah. um, I don't know. I just think like, that's scary. Like yeah. the power of that video, the power of posting on social media, A, lost that, that girl lost her job. Yeah. And like, it has some kind of sway in law enforcement now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. We never had that during our days. No, not at all. And it's, it's a very, there's a lot of pros and cons to that, right? Everyone pulling out their phones at the site of altercations. I think, well, when I was obviously younger, I saw, or like, I saw that a lot in middle school, high school, whenever mm -hmm. there was like a fight broke out, cameras were out yeah. kind of thing. But now it's grown to something bigger, something more political. Mm -hmm. And that, that can be a good or bad thing. And I'm not going to say which it is because it's a very gray area. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just think it's scary mm -hmm. how like your posts, your comments, your, you know, statements and stuff, they're pretty much like permanent on yeah. the, the interwebs. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, basically a form of blackmail. Yeah, I see this a lot on Twitter nowadays where people will bring up tweets from years and years and years ago yeah. to invalidate what the person is saying. Yeah. It's just, it's quite terrifying. What, what do the kids call it? Receipts? Receipts, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that term. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good, I think that's a good place to take a hydration break. Yes. Because <laughs> I've been looking at you and I've been looking at my tea and yeah. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> like I need water, please. My lips. <laughs> Okay, so guys, uh, this is a quick hydration break. Y'all should drink water too. Stay hydrated. We'll be back soon. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Christine. Uh, Josephine's currently upstairs filling up her water bottle because she's a thirsty hoe. I'm kidding. Josephine, we love you. Bad joke? Bad joke. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd take this moment to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode and the continual support here. And just a quick reminder to subscribe, um, give us some ratings on Apple Podcasts, and uh, give us your feedback and comments about the episodes. Anywho, I'm gonna probably go drink water now too. Okay, goodbye. Back to the main segment. And we're back. Thank you for your patience. Uh, back to our topic. So, Christine, why do you not like social media? Mm. Um, various reasons, but the biggest one, the most predominant fear that I have is how it affects, like, the mental side of things. Okay. Especially with the young, younger generations. I think yeah. most of us um, now in our era have lived through that period of we used Facebook when we were kids. But, like, younger generations now, I think they... Mm, I think there's too much self-worth and like value of a one person put on their social media, if that makes sense. Like, um, is the value of who you are and your self-worth dependent on the quantitative um, number of likes that you have? Right, right. And um, my biggest fear is like one day when the GPS or like, you know, those little, little um, satellite things in space, mm -hmm. if they crash into each other or something and the interweb shuts down, Oof. like what's gonna be left of anything yeah and like if everyone has this like um their confidence on this online persona 
what happens when the online persona is gone? Like, honestly, if, if social media shut down, I probably wouldn't know how to look up, like, in the newspaper for, like, what bands are playing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's so ingrained in my life now that it's, like, how, how, how did we function before all this? Right. So and It's probably connected to, again, the information, how everything is so accessible. Mm-hmm. I can literally tweet out, how do I bake chicken? Yeah. And someone will tell me. Yeah. Again. Before you have to read a cookbook. Yeah. And uh, my second thought is like people who have had their brands and businesses strictly based on social media. Oh, yes. Yes. How do you run a business when there is no platform to run a business? You know what I mean? And then like YouTubers would have to get like a real job. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, that's like a, yeah, I guess that's a touchy topic. That is. Hashtag shade. (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. How what about you? What's your ways? What's your, um, what's your fear? Um, I, it's kind of connected to that. The more, yeah, the mental impact. But maybe mine might be more mental health-ish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because of the... I find there's a lot of jealousy, fakeness, over-exaggeration on social media that people might not realize or like they say yeah we all know social media is fake but it still affects you everyone knows on instagram everyone's posting their best lives and you know that this person is also probably going through some hardship whatever whatever but at the moment when you're scrolling through everyone traveling you're like wow i really want to travel why don't i have money to travel things like that and Another thing that I always get terrified about with social media is how fast fake news can spread. Oh, yeah, for sure. It doesn't even have to be like huge political news because we know that a lot from our counterpart in mm-hmm. the US. Yeah. Um, but like take, for example, the NASA girl. Have you heard about the NASA girl? Whom, who whom's, is whom's the is NASA girl? <laughs> Who's the NASA? Um, Basically, this blew up, I don't even know how long ago, but there was this girl who got an internship at NASA and just tweeted it out with a couple of profanities, and someone responded back saying, or tweeted back language, and she she tweeted, or she replied back um, with more profanities, like, oh, Oh. I don't care, I'm working for NASA, blah, 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 blah. Wow. And it turns out the guy who tweeted that language um, tweet was... was he? He was a former NASA engineer okay. and a member of the National Space Council, Homer Hickman. Hickam. So he's like he's, he's important. employer. Yeah, he's, a, he's pretty important. So that's obviously blew up. You know, she lost her internship, like she lost her internship and everyone is on the fence whether she deserved to lose her internship or if it was too far because he's the one who tweeted back right like yeah. she she had the right to tweet her excitement about something okay but it was very on the fence about it and um this article specifically that i found on business insider uh, mentioned how hickam said or like hickam quoted to say that it wasn't the his tweets that caused her to lose the internship it was apparently her friends um 
using the NASA hashtag or at Aang NASA. Yeah, so I'm not sure how that played into it, but Hickam, you know, he said that he would do his best to make sure it doesn't leave a stain on her record and that she could get other opportunities. Wow, what so, a guy. I know. It's it's a very interesting story. I like the story specifically, or I like to bring it up because like I said, it's a gray area. I wouldn't know where to sit on this either. Yeah. Like, I don't think she deserved it, but I don't think it should have caused a huge uproar like this. But it yeah. ca- it did cause a lot of discussions, which is good. Yeah. So what do you think about it? Mm, I don't know. I'm like a tough love kind of person, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, s- genuinely sucks for her. But she's just like one example of like an organization or like an institution or university that, you know, um, had to kick out people because the people were not representing representing them well. Yeah. And we're talking NASA, fam. Mm-hmm. N to the A to the S to the A. NASA. <laughs> and, you know, freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, standing up for what you believe in. I get that. Defending yourself. Yes, I get it. But if they don't hire her, they have, like, a list of other qualified people who are willing to stand by NASA's, like, um, image and policies and things like that, right? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess she was canceled. She was canceled. <laughs> NASA canceled her. NASA canceled her hard. Yikes. Um, but th- that's my that's my opinion. Yeah. And you know, if you get a job at, like, McDonald's or something, then you're excited about that. But this is NASA. Like, they're, like, the most prestigious of the prestige. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why, you know, she was being such, like, a... I mean, I guess that's also because she got into NASA. Like, she probably had to stick up her butt to begin with, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Blurry spot. Like, I just, for me personally, if it ever happened to me, I would be, like keeping on the down low because i'd be like oh this is too good to be true i don't want to jinx it and put yeah. it to the world yeah, yeah. but um interesting yeah hey, so how do you feel about like um employers in general creeping like prospective candidates because i know like in universities do that uh, meds some med schools i believe do that yeah like, um and is this an invasion of privacy um and my, my biggest question is are people social medias an accurate representation of them of them Compared to the resume? Because I think so. Yeah, well, that's definitely, that holds true, definitely. And I think universities and professional schools have a right to look up what, or like do a quick Google search Mm -hmm. on what will come up when they um, look up their candidates' names. I don't think it's an invasion of privacy because you posted something on a social forum that mm-hmm. is accessible to most people. Mm-hmm. So you should be responsible for the for anything that comes up, for any consequences yeah. that might have happened, depending on what you post. I think in whatever career or professional setting, people's social media are a really good way to gauge whether they're a good human being or maybe not a good human being. Yeah. Um, my personal thing is, even if they were the smartest person out there or had the highest IQ or whatever... I still want them to be a decent human being. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like, you know, on social media, you, you post who you are as a human being, not your like intelligence of them. Like, well, I don't know. Some people do that. Some people. But like, if you were, if I were to look at your Facebook versus mm-hmm. your resume, 
for sure your Facebook's going to be more representative, or your Instagram, rather, is more representative of who you are. Right. And your, and your love for art and stuff, mm-hmm. things like that. Like, and I guess same with me. Mm-hmm. It's like who I am dicking around on Instagram <laughs> or like Facebook is more representative of like this like black and white yeah persona. Uh, that's a word of the day persona, persona that I have on Facebook or social media. Yeah, or even guess, LinkedIn. Yeah, I guess even it changes from social media to social media. Like I have more um, of I have professors that used to teach me on Facebook, but not on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I might feel more inclined to post some more wilder things on Instagram than Facebook. True. So. Oh, future's grim. Yeah, it kind of is. Future is grim. But we can talk now about the positives of social media. Is there a positive? I think there is. What do you think? <laughs> what do you? I, I see. Okay, proceed. Without social media, I definitely would be less inclined to create and maintain friendships. That's it. Bottom line, I am really bad at maintaining friendships. IRL. This is true. In real life, by the way. Okay, I think most of the world knows. Okay, some people don't. Proceed. Some people don't. Proceed. So I always like to make it a point to support my friends in whatever they do past past our the time that we met. So let's say I have a lot of university friends that now graduated, and now they're off doing professional schools or getting a job, things like that. I always like to make a point to comment on it. Just to show them some support. Okay, yeah. Just to be like, hey. I'm still, I still like you. Yeah, you're doing a great job out there. I will be supporting you from behind my desk. A distance. Yeah, from a distance. Mm. Or I more, now I'm more inclined to reach out to someone after a long, long while of not speaking to them. Yeah. I'm, if I think about them, I'll message them and be like, hey, I was thinking about you the other day. How are you? It just makes it so much easier to reach out to people nowadays yeah. and give that sense of friendship without mm-hmm. having to be physically be there. Like closeness without the close. Yes. Yeah. Um, same idea with me. I, I like I like keeping tabs on people. Right. Not in just a creepy way. But yeah, one of it's kind of just like networking because naturally it's like, okay, like you, you know, I don't like add people on Facebook based on like the future anticipation that I'll ever need them again. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, like I, I like to know generally where my friends ended up. Yeah. Right. And if things turned out well for them or they're on the street somewhere taking a pictures with like, you know, disheveled ducks or something. Right. So, uh, I like having that quick access to information. Uh-huh. And naturally, if you know where everyone is, you're more inclined with like reaching out. Yeah. I agree with that statement that you made. But mostly, honestly, I use it to look up, like, events mm-hmm. and, like, reviews on, like, restaurants and stuff. Or, like, um, I look up, like, menus Oh yeah. <laughs> on Instagram and stuff. Like, I'll, sure. I'll look up. Instead of going th- to the website's, Insta- uh, the website's pictures, I'll go to, like, um, people's uh, tagging. Taggings of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and, um, I don't know, I, I like how it's, like, an archive uh-huh. of your experiences. Because my friend Jamie and I... We were, we're always like, when was the last time we saw each other? When was the last time we did X, Y, Z? Or what year did we do that thing? It's like, oh, right, we have Facebook to look back look back upon and be like, oh, yeah, th- that's when we went. And it's also kind of scary how time flies. Because yeah. I think the other day, Jamie and I were like, oh, this photo, we thought it was from, like, 2016, but it was from, like, 2013 or something. It was, oh, wow. it was crazy. Yeah. Wow. 
And like with my music Instagram, I originally mm -hmm. made it as like a little archive or like a personal record of what we were working on at that time and like what was what I was singing and what I was making and what I was into. Right. Yeah. Do you see any benefits of this archive stuff? Because I, I, that's probably the biggest um, plus that I think mm. social media is. I, I don't use social media to archive. Okay. Personally, I like to do that like with my own personal devices, let's say like my photo gallery, yeah. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I do want to add the benefits of having things recorded from your old Navy story. Right. Um, because I just want to point out that it gives people a sense of accountability for their actions. And I guess social media does that. Mm. They, like this call out culture is, I guess if you want to see on the bright side, it's accountability. You're accountable for what you put out there in the interwebs. Mm -hmm. And pretty much your actions as well. Yeah. So it holds like big organizations like Old Navy. And I know there was a similar instant recently in Starbucks. Oh. It holds them accountable of who they um, hire as their employees yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that is a good and bad. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and accountability is a huge thing, especially now, right? For sure. People getting exposed for shit they've done like 30 years ago. But again, justice better late than never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Be decent human beings and you might survive this call-out culture. Yeah. Watch your back and just be nice, y'all. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, before you do something, just think like, am I being a dickhole? Yeah. If the answer is yes, reconsider what you're gonna do. Exactly. Like, right? the old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Don't fucking say There's it. There's a lot of old yeah. sayings that now hold true, more true than ever. And that's um, true. The other one... The pencil is mightier than the sword. The pencil now, is the tweet is mightier than the sword. You can ruin someone's lives. That's true. Social media is mightier than the sword. I do argue if you stab someone, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but I mean, you heal from wounds. Yeah, I mean, okay, you never watched Mean Girls, so you wouldn't get the reference. Oh my my! I know, exposing you. Oh my! Um, I, yes, I. Okay, but I'm exposing myself. I don't. Wa I didn't watch Mean Girls. I did, but I don't understand it. I watched it three times, but oh never goodness. in full. Oh wow, I'm shocked. But basically, um, at one point they brought up the, like this. Their sabotage was called social suicide. Uh huh. Yeah. So like again, blackmailing them mm -hmm. and ruining their lives through social media. So the future is grim. The future. <laughs> like, do you... <laughs> we were supposed to end on a happy note. Okay, so, Josephine, how about you end this on a happy note? Okay, lovely audience. <laughs> lovely, lovely audience. We're calling on you. Yeah. Tell us what social media you use mostly, mm -hmm. or primarily, and how's that usage looking? How many hours you out there spending on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know? And what's your thoughts on the dangers of social media? Yeah, I, w I would love to know that. Yeah, let us know. And just as a side note, um, if you don't know already, there are actually like screen time tracking apps uh -huh. for, for Apple sure. and uh, and Android phones. And it's kind of an eye-opener to see how much time you look at this little tiny screen. Yeah. Um, I know for iPhones, there's an actual app called Screen Time that's built into the phone. And then for Android, what's on for Android again, Josephine? Uh, there is the moments, is it moments? Moments, moments. Moments. Sure. Look Screen time tracker. 
That's the one mm. that I used to use when I have an Android, mm. but now I have an Apple, and I can actually tell you how much I use. Oh dear. I will tell you the average just so that you can oh gauge. Oh my god. I am going to expose myself. Seven hour, nine minutes per day that's on average. fucking terrifying. Seven hours. That's a whole work day. That's a whole work day. That's a, whole that's a nine day. to five. Yeah. I remember when I was working, I was also checking the screen time and it was about six hours and yeah. I was working. Yeah. Nine to five. I didn't yeah. pick up my phone when I was working. So mm-hmm. that must have been after work. <sighs> there we go. Yeah. Let me know if yours is higher or lower than mine. It's mm-hmm. not a competition, but mm-hmm. and as a chiropractor, um, you know, people call it text neck. Oh yes. Oh dear. Yikes. Um anywho, thank you for tuning in, guys. And we hope you guys have a great week. Any last final thoughts, Josephine? Nope. Have a good one. <laughs> have a good one, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.